Can Wolves be tough against Chelsea? Who knows? But there is so much to play for going forward into the season. And then again, obviously, as we are saying, and which leads us into our FPL tips and chips segment of the show. And they're again reiterating, if you're jamming FPL, the Pods Bragging Rights League is free entry. It's free to play. Bragging Rights is up for grabs. The code is G94H2J. Um, so if you are heading into this part of the season, and based on what we've just said, on the runs of the teams that is coming, you really have to be attacking these fixtures from an FPL perspective, as much as the teams that are playing in the league in real life, IRL, the real football, uh, so to speak, because, you know, FPL is life. Um, so, it, the, you know, the real football that's out there, how important it is for these teams to be on top form. And you're going to have to build your build your team. And I'd imagine you want to build your team around teams that have really nice runs. You know, you're, like I said, Palace has got a nice run. City's got a nice run. Arsenal have a nice run over this period. They've got Southampton, West Ham, Leeds, Norwich, Wolves. Um, West Ham, they have, so they go Burnley, Arsenal. So that's a, Arsenal could be tough. Norwich, Southampton, Watford. Um, then obviously United, which is supposed to have a tremendous run until, up until game week 26. But over this festive season, Norwich, Brentford, Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley. Chelsea have got Leeds, Everton, Wolves, Villa. Uh, then they've got Brighton, I think. Yeah, they've got Brighton after that. And then Burnley, strange enough, if if they didn't have problems in the attacks, it might be a team that you could look at for your your FPL assets. You, with your, they've got West Ham, Watford, Villa, Everton before they play United. But ideally, um, you might be looking at Ranieri's Watford team who have got Brentford, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Wolves, and then West Ham over this Christmas period. Now, um, before we before we dive into those players, Prashun, if you if you just give me a sec over here, I just want to talk about last week's game week heroes. Uh, hitting 73 points, Ryan Curry with You'll Never Walk Alone. I have a feeling he's a Liverpool man. Just guessing based on the team name. Good man. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, know Ryan all that well. I know Ryan, but I don't know him all that well. But from what I can see, he's obviously a top lad, pure class. Um, he, he obviously knows a lot about football and he's moved up from 628,000 in the world to 358,000 in the world. Then Prashun, you might know this man. If you look at him in the mirror, you hit 68 points. You moved up from 115,000 in the world to 53,000 in the world. Um, Steven Kruger, he hit uh, 68 points as well. Steven, 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 if you're hitting 68 points on a game week, what were you doing down at 6.1 million? You're now at 5.6 million. You've got to keep that stuff up. You know, you moved up 525k positions. You do that 10 weeks in a row and then you're in the top uh, 500,000. So don't stop now. Paula Russia hit 61 points as well as uh, Chris Bridgel. Uh, Paula moved up from 1.1 million in the world to 900k. And Chris moved up from 2.8 to 2.6 uh, million in the world. So congratulations to you guys hitting out the top five 
for our game week heroes. What does that mean to our log? Andreas, he hit 45 points this weekend. Not a great weekend for him. He is the only person in our top five that actually dropped positions. He moved down from 15,500 in the world to 20,000 in the world. Uh, Pumlani, he hit 54 points, moving up from 64k to 52k. Prashun, like I said, with your 68 points, that smacks you right back, back into third position from 115 to 53,000. Mzunkulu, he hit 57, so he moved up from 79 to 56,000 in the world. And then Pushan Naidu, he hit 51. And he moved up from 194 to 182 in the world. So that's what our manager rankings look like. So guys, keep up the good work. Everyone moving up. Uh, make sure that you get up there to the top of the log. I'd love it to say that someone from the LTV Sportscast Bragging Rights League is a number one in the world. So uh, do us proud. Do the show proud. Now, off into Game Week Superstars. Actually, before we get into Game Week Superstars, Prashant, tell me a little bit about your, uh, about your, your thoughts and how did you get to 68 points? How did you, how did you manage? What was your thought train behind that? Uh, I, I, I think I made one substitute from the previous week, uh, where I took out, I think I bought Trossard the previous week and then I sold him again this week. And okay. I bought him, uh, I bought him, where did I bring him? Uh, I brought him Jota. Okay. I, d- I didn't have Jota. So I brought him Jota, and then uh, I was stuck with uh, the uh, a midfield of Smutro, Rafinha, Salah, Jota, and Son, and a strike force of Tony, Wilson, and Antonio. And I'm thinking to myself, who am I going to leave on the bench now? Because hmm. I have to either go with two strikers or three strikers and leave one. And I went with Antonio on the bench. And then okay. l- luckily for me, um, uh, Tony did not play. And Antonio did get the five points, which I'm quite happy with. Uh, and then Wilson scored. And I kept him son. Ah, I, there's I the gold. There it is, right there. I went, I went against everybody uh, with Salah, with uh, outputting Salah. The last time I did that, he went and scored a hat trick against United. <laughs> so, uh, you can't so, make those mistakes too often. Uh, yeah, that's the, that's the difference where I lost out when he scored the hat trick against United. But you made some points back. 26 points for Son as captain. Am I correct in saying that? Yes, that, that was, that was some good, uh, points. And when I saw, um, all the Chelsea defenders, when Chelsea conceded and City conceded, I think, uh, yeah, City did concede also. And, yeah, and they did. I was just happy. I was just happy because I know all the defenders are going to get, uh, uh, just two points. They lose the they lose the clean sheet. So could yeah. could yeah could be the two point merchants uh, as long as they weren't involved in the assists or the goals. So yeah, congratulations, great week for you. And they like said obviously you've moved back up into the top 100k in the world. So again, that's another smashing result. Uh, feather in the cap over there. Um, so you're on now 986 total points. You're one behind Pumlani is on 987. Andreas on 1,006 points. First man in our league 
to get to a millennia for this season. So congratulations to Andreas, man. That's absolutely fantastic. Right. Game week superstars. I'm going to throw some names at you. Um, I, 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 or I think I had Bowen in my game week superstars. You know what? I'm going to throw in my sneaky snipers. Game week superstars. Sella, Vardy, Bernardo Silva, Ronaldo, Foden. Tell me who I'm missing out over um, there and tell me why. Okay, I'm I'm going to say Diego Jota. Okay. The, the, reasoning, the reasoning behind that is he's been rested for a midweek game. Right. And, and, and he does get a lot of chances also. He does, and he does tend to bounce back pretty nicely when he does play. So, so that, uh, that, that's a great, uh, but you see, he could be a sneaky sniper for that very reason, purely if you look at his cost and what he comes in at, because again, it, he's playing as the out and out striker for, for Liverpool, uh, and in FPL, you know, he's, he's, he's a shoe in for the, the most potent attack in, in the Premier mm-hmm. League, and he comes in at a measly, Measly seven point nine million right now. If you if you haven't got him in your team, I think it's going to cost you seven point nine million. So it's not it's not a bad way to go about it um, to to get in the Jota at at that costing. Bernardo Silva, like I said, he comes in at seven point six million, and he mm. seems to be on it right now as well. Um, so that's uh, that's when I start to look at those game week superstars. Usually, you try to think. Yeah, because Bernardo Silva, maybe he should be in Sneaky Snipers as well, purely because he's not a premium, premium asset out of your premium, premium assets. You know, I would, I would be saying, you know, you have to look at getting in, um, you know, some, some Tottenham players and you would think Kane and Son. The thing is now with what we have said in the news, we're unconfirmed right now at the time of this recording is that Son has got a COVID as well so um you know you'd have to look out for that the somebody else that we have to look out for and we don't mention his name near enough uh Romelu Lukaku uh for Chelsea Chelsea have got a they've got a game against Leeds and Lukaku does tend to get goals from time to time he's already got one tonight Timo Werner obviously man of the match uh, for, for Chelsea in terms of stats, if you're looking at it, uh, I haven't been watching the game, but I know he's got two goals and one assist. So he's been involved in everything. So that is, is that going to be all the, all the goals he's going to score for Chelsea for the rest of the year? Uh, he's going to hang his boots up until next year? Um, I have most, most probably. What is I, the chances I, I, that I, Timo I, Werner turns it around in the Premier League? I I I don't think that he's done that bad. I just, I I just think that he hasn't scored goals. But uh, as a striker, he hasn't he, done that bad. He hasn't scored goals. Yeah, you're right. It's terrible. But 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 Chelsea has still been scoring goals. They, if you look at it, uh, they play a, a game where where they need him to outpace the defenders and tee up somebody else, one of the fullbacks. So. I, I, but I don't think he starts. He starts in most of their games with the kind of uh, even Lukaku. I don't. I don't see him starting on the weekend, so I'm not sure whether to even consider him in FPR. Yeah, but 
that, that's the thing. He's been working back towards fitness. He played uh, a full half the the last match uh, against against West Ham. Uh, maybe he's played too long tonight. You're right. He might not. He might not even start. And again, it's a relatively easier game for for Chelsea. So Tuchel will know what he's doing with his team. He won't be making too many mistakes. So maybe you're right, game week superstar. I'm going to have to scratch Lukaku out of there and possibly put him into. Um, if you don't have him in your side, do you go and spend the coin to bring him in at 11.5 million? Would you do it? Uh, no. Okay, so if you have him in your side, great. If you don't have him in your side, don't go out and buy him. He's not one of those players that you want to look at. Cristiano Ronaldo, if you don't have him in your side, you have to seriously consider buying him. There's a good chance once that uh, midfield starts working for United, the man is going to get the ball that he needs to put into the back of the net. And he he is one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. Hands down, it's going to be it's going to be hard pressed to find people who have scored more goals than Cristiano Ronaldo at that level. If you look at Manchester United's team that has just been announced for tonight's game, it 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 will give you a bit of an idea of who they plan to start on the weekend, because there's okay. no Bruno Fernandes, there's mm. no there's no Ronaldo, there's no Rashford. So, yeah, it looks like uh, all of them are going to start. Okay, so Ronaldo then obviously looking to start. And and for that very reason, he's very much, very much captain material for this upcoming weekend. And we have mentioned their runs, uh, their run that they're going Norwich, Brentford, Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley. It is a great run to be on. It is a great run to be on. And again, if Ronaldo is going to be getting... The service that he, that he needs, you know, he's going to turn around his, um, his form and start getting those results, getting the ball into the back of the net more often than not. And he has a history. you you, you look at, uh, at City, City, do, do you look at Foden as, as a possibly game we, could he be captain material? He could be captain material, but does he fall into sneaky sniper? Everyone knows about Foden by now. And it's it's likely he's going to play again, but Pepper let uh, it hurts. Against Wolves, I just won't take the chance against Wolves because they they. If you look at Wolves' last few games, they haven't conceded much goals. So that's the only reasoning why I won't pick a City player for this game week. But, but there's no team that, that City can't score. Unbelievable amounts of goals. Actually, let me take back my Phil Foden. Uh, apparently, Phil Foden yesterday, Phil has problems in the beginning of the game with the second. He was taken off as a precaution. That's what they said. Currently being assessed. They haven't updated that. So consider maybe putting Phil Foden into the social distancing players for the weekend. Um, I have a Jackal and Hyde player that could be a game week superstar. Raheem Sterling. Okay. He looks to be scoring every game. And and nobody seems to be owning him as well. He comes in at 10.6 million, though. 
you know, as as at premium premium asset price right there. And in terms yeah, of midfielders, you know, for for the minutes that he puts on. Yeah, uh, it's maybe if Son is not there, it's a straight swap. I think it's a four point four four. Yeah, ten point four for Son and uh, ten point five for Sterling. So it's uh, it's 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 going to be it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a very tough ask um, to to find someone that might be a better fit than Sterling for this weekend because. You, You've got uh, Gabriel Jesus, he's got an injury, Foden's got an injury, so you're pretty certain that Sterling and Grealish will, and Mares is going Bernardo. to be, and Bernardo. So how good is that City squad, man? How deep is that City squad? It is uh, it, it is something to, to be, con, you know, be concerned about if you're the opposition, but Sterling is a jackal and high player. You don't always know what you're going to get from him. And there's a returning Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, I don't know. Does uh, he's rushed him back once this season? Is he going to rush him back again? I don't know, but um, I wouldn't think so. Not over this period. But again, again, I'm not Pep, so who knows? I wonder if Pep actually takes we, bets on who he's going to start. Um, I th- I think he has a secret FPL team because in the 57th minute he just. Seems sometimes he wants to push everybody off. <laughs> he he probably does. He probably does. Okay, so uh, captain captain best captain for this weekend. Um, uh, we've got Salah, uh, Vardy, Bo, uh, Bowen, Ronaldo, possibly Sterling. Do, who else do we throw into that list? Because uh, again, like I say I have to. I have to social distance from the Tottenham players. If you don't have them in your squad, you don't even know if the game is going to go ahead. I I think the outside chance will be Bruno Fernandes as a captain. Yeah, it's probably it's probably that's probably a great idea. I wonder what his effective ownership is right I'm, now. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, Bruno Fernandes still owned by sixteen point three percent of the league. Actually, I can't believe that. That's not bad. He does have sixty-seven points a season so far, but he still costs eleven point six million. It is—it's unreal, man. It is unreal how much he costs. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically the. The people that you think they um, got him in the beginning of the season and just never took him out? Uh, possibly. Or stop playing FPL. Or they just, or they just uh, diehard Man United fans. Could be. Okay, so sneaky snipers, Bowen Gundogan, possibly. I mean, there, there's a name that we don't say all too often, but he, he does tend to get quite involved by City. Uh, I am a fan. Um, as well as, as well as Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes, it feels like he could be, he could be, it could be a good weekend for Harvey Barnes, uh, as well as a sneaky sniper, uh, coming in there. Other sneaky snipers that you can possibly see coming in there? I can't think of any at the moment. 
Anything from the um, Crystal Palace attack? Obviously, uh, you know, with with their nice their nice little run, Everton, Southampton, Watford, um, their next couple of games. Thinking possibly Benteke or not in in the attack. Conor Gallagher. I, I think uh, Conor Gallagher looks like the the only real choice there, and sometimes uh, Zaha can get you a whole of points, and then. The next day, you can get you a yellow card and a minus point. Yeah, he, he has um, the ability to touch people in in different ways. That's why yeah. I avoid uh, Zaha um, from from my FPL team. He, but I I, I think Benteke with Ezi coming back and the other guy, he'll be rotated with Eduardo during this Christmas period. So, I. Uh, I'll stay away until maybe we know for sure. Okay. Okay, so so uh, many, many, many things out there to consider for your sneaky snipers. We, we spoke about any, any Jack and other, other social distancing players, uh, Tottenham players, Brighton players, purely because you don't know what's going to be going on um, at this point in time. There's not, uh, uh, not too much that we know about, you know, for... For the week ahead, tell me if you were if you were putting together a, a little bit of a wild card team, and that's possibly on your on your cards because you're saying you know obviously how your team is now. How would you structure a wild card team? Who who would you put in goals? Uh, you know you you're going to have to be building from from the back. Um, um I, I got Gita and Martinez at the moment. Okay. But I, 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 I probably will take out Martinez and put a cheaper version of a Ramsdale or somebody else. Aaron Ramsdale Just comes in at five million right now, and I think he's probably the shoe in for um, for that position. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I I would put him in just to get that extra five uh, point five into my team because I've got I've I've, I've got. My defense at the moment is 4.1, 4.4, 4.4, and then I've got Trent at 7.8 and a 5.4. So I, I, I need to work on my defense a, a little bit there. Okay, so if you were attacking your defense, uh, w- would you be looking at uh, some premium defenders? Um, you know, Trent's obviously very expensive right now. And is, is he that much more value in terms of... Um, is he worth the extra coin when you're looking at Cancelo, you know, who, who costs 1.3 million less? Uh, by the numbers, let me just see the numbers here. Trent's got 99 after, uh, so far this season, he costs 8.1. Cancelo, 84, he costs 6.8. Surprised though that, uh, Van Dyke, uh, 6.6, he's got 78 points. Here's where I still think the value is, you know, your Reese James, uh, your Rudiger, they're still coming in at early six millions. Uh, look, I was fortunate enough to pick up Reese James, I think at five point, five point six. Yeah, I think I picked him up at five point six. And Marcus Alonso, I think I picked him up at, well, I did pick him up at five point six. I think he's. I had Cancelo, mm. and then he didn't play that week. So the following weekend, I sold him. 
and I bought Rudiger. Guy, what are you talking and about? Cancelo's Can- played every week this uh, Premier League. Or they scored a goal or they had two points or something in the game week. So I sold Cancelo and I bought uh, Rudiger. And that game week, Cancelo went and scored, I think, 12 or 13 points or something like that. Yeah. And then, then la- I think it was last week, I sold Rudiger and I bought regular. And regular when I got injured. <laughs> so yeah, you haven't had the best luck um, with uh, with said defenders, but okay. So we've got it. Ramsdale in the goal seems like a, a fairly decent uh, shout that you've got to be looking at. Um, in the defense, you know there there is value in the defense. Um, you, you're going to have to be looking at some enablers, but you know to to say is Reese James has scored. Uh, 22 points less than Alexander Arnold, although he's played significantly less minutes. He also comes in at uh, 1.9 million cheaper than Alexander Arnold. If you were going to be bringing in, is Alexander Arnold worth, worth the money now to bring in at this very moment in time if you didn't get him in earlier? If you didn't get him earlier, I don't think uh, at his price, 8.1 now. No, I I wouldn't have the chance now at eight point one. Is this too high? It means that your your midfielders will have to be very low. He is the second highest FPL point scorer right now at this very moment in time. And if I told you that the second highest cost you eight point one million only, and the highest cost you thirteen million. Is there any reason why you shouldn't pick him then? No. So the, it's just that, mm-hmm. the, that that's the dilemma we're going to have when Salah has to leave uh, for Afcon. It's whether to to sell him or whether to keep him. Yeah. Again, you just don't know how how many what what his value is going to do. During that time. And I think if everyone is on the idea like, oh, we've got to sell him because, you know, we're going to make the price back and, you know, we'll sell him at a high and then buy him at a low again. You might buy him back for what you sold him for if you had got him in early. Um, yeah. Except if you buy him now, you might not make that value back. That being said, you know, then but that's also all the way back, all the way ahead in January, beginning of January when we're going to, have to worry about that. We're going to have to look at the value at that point in time. Right, midfielders, you I almost want to say, you know, you've got Jota is an obvious choice, you know, for someone cheap. Salah is very difficult, again, if you haven't got him in yet. The question is, how long will you go without him if he does tend to uh, tend to haul? Although he hasn't had... Um, Apart from the Everton game, he hasn't had a significant haul since game week nine. So he scored 24 points in game week nine, 15 points in game week 14, but he's gone 5 5 8 6 6 uh, in the other games. Now that might not be 13 millions worth. However, he is somebody that can turn up on any single day and score multiple goals, get multiple assists, you know, so. Yeah, the the thing is, with his ownership so high, I think um, you just have to match 
if you you want to match the other players, you just have to have him and have your differentials around him. Seventy-three percent of FPL players own Mo Salah. Seventy-three percent. It is unbelievable. It is unreal. So many and, people are going to sell him over five. It takes one one good week not to captain him to fall. Exactly. So, uh, question, that's why, do, do you really want to risk it against Villa in Liverpool or at home? He hasn't been quite, uh, his goal scoring self, uh, and there's a good chance it can change this weekend. Salah does look at Aston Villa in a home game. It does look relatively nice for him. And in the midfield, obviously, he's, he should be the first choice. He should be the only choice. The question is, and, and here, here's one that I don't, I haven't quite worked out yet. Attackers. What is going on with the attackers? I mean, you're looking at um, Emmanuel Dennis, which uh, we, we spoke about previously in the show, but you look at the Watford run. So they're Josh King, you know, and they both cost 5.7 right now. So it's, it's really, really good value for money there. Uh, but the top scoring attacker is Vardy. Vardy didn't even play last week. Uh, so the first game that, oh, well, he played 25 minutes. Um, the first real game that he hasn't had significant minutes in what was last week. And now he will be rested. He will play this game again. He's, he's heading up the charts of the, of the strikers. Uh, Antonio, he's, he's tends to be failing. Saint Maxi, he looks good, but I don't know. I don't. I don't see him outscoring Callum Wilson as as a striker throughout the season. I do see Ollie Watkins coming in a little bit stronger um, as well. You know, over time, it's going to take some time, but he will get there. Um, it seems to that will build underneath Steven Gerrard. Other my, my other fun thoughts. Three. Yeah, my fun three currently that I have is Antonio Wilson and and uh, Tony. But um, I'm I'm looking to if I'm using wildcard, I'm definitely gonna get rid of two or three. Okay. And because Tony is um, got COVID, and I have to get rid of um, either Antonio or Wilson. Uh, I wouldn't get rid of Wilson. Yeah, I I also probably won't get rid of Wilson, but uh, I'm I'm just gonna see if I'm gonna use the wild card. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm just worried. I'm I'm just worried if I use the wild card now and say in one of the game weeks also there's another postponement. Got some problems in. Yeah, might might not be worth. uh, Worth using just yet. But okay, Prashan, thank you so much for joining us this week on this week's show. I, I wish you a wonderful FPL week and football weekend ahead. And to all our listeners out there, Green Arrows, catch you on the other side. Cheers, cheers. Bye. Bye.